Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Mark Osorio. And I'm Teresa Arago. We're financial advisors, and if there's one thing we understand, it's that money can be confusing. So get ready, because we're breaking down what you don't know about money today on Talking Sense. Have you ever met people that spend their whole lives looking for that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow? have yeah well what are they like you know like, i feel like every generation has you know that's one uh, thing that everybody's chasing right uh, whether that be you know crypto or whether mm-hmm. that be some you know small cap stock or weed stocks or you know things mm-hmm. like that right that's that they're chasing and there's you know the elusive leprechaun or you know the elon musk of the age that's telling them to go for it uh, and enticing people to do it but the, the danger behind that is that you know at a certain point you know, it's, it becomes more about the chase and, mm-hmm. you know, people putting all kind of like their expectations, all their eggs right in that one basket. Yeah. And, you know, people can end up actually in a lot worse situation because of it. Yeah. I think you can, I like the way you put that, that it's the chase. So it's the idea of winning mm-hmm. and the idea of winning can be really attractive, but the reality of trying to maneuver in a way that gets you there often means people are kind of making choices that wouldn't really be in their best interest long term. Exactly. So kind of today, you know, we're, we want to talk about uh, the, uh, the the structure, right? The, the things that you should be asking yourself to avoid that because, you know, we all, you know, want to uh, seek wealth. We all want to have wealth, but the that chase, right, can end mm-hmm. up actually uh, leaving us more broke than rich. Yes. So. And I don't know that all of us want to be like super wealthy. I have zero desire to be like Elon Musk for sure. But <laughs> I do want financial freedom. I want financial independence. And I'm sure that our listeners do too. So the question is, how do you make those choices and know how to filter what you're seeing, what you're reading, what you're finding, um, so that you don't get trapped into one of these little chases? Exactly. Yeah. And I'm glad that you started off with that. Like, you know, what what do you... Uh, you know, listening to, you know, what are you reading? Because a lot of it has to do with your input, right? Like with Mm -hmm. uh, those external things that that you're listening to. And so whenever uh, you you see those commercials, right, for, you know, crypto or whatever it is, right, then, you know, that's that's where that whole process has to start, right? Mm -hmm. And and what we're going to talk about today uh, really is is very general, but it, because it can apply to so many different things, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's not just that. It's also, you know, it can be things like like Forex, right? I had mm-hmm. a client not too long ago that uh, came in and he was saying that, you know, he found this guy on YouTube that was telling him about, you know, buying up, you know, these uh, Kenyan coins and how, you know, with everything going yes. on right now that they were going to go skyrocket in price. And I, I had a client call once when I was working with John and they said they were going to start acorn investing. And mm-hmm. I thought maybe this was like a platform to save. It meant literally dry buying trees, right? Buying orchards and, and getting proceeds oh. off of whatever's grown in them. And, and that may work for you. I, I don't know enough about that market to know what kind of income it could produce, but mm-hmm. it, you have to start by filtering who are you listening to? I mean, some general guy on YouTube, some person on the internet, anybody can open a web page and anybody can put something out there. Are they a reputable source that knows what they're talking about? Exactly. That's kind of like step one for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are their qualifications? Right. Uh, in the last episode, we were talking about 
uh, different types of licenses and designations and that kind of thing. You know, so it's important to know, you know, what what is this person's specialty? Uh, who are the governing bodies, right? Mm-hmm. For is there somebody watching them? Right, right. Mm-hmm. So for us, be you know the the SEC, the Securities Exchange Commission, uh, as well as Finra, that uh, you know manages and has oversight over our licensing mm-hmm. and what we do, right? And understanding, you know, what what is the what kind of controls do these uh, authorities employ to be able to make sure that we're we're staying in line and not just trying to scam people, right? Let's also talk about like the dude at work that's always giving you advice. Okay, or your uncle who's wealthy, just because it worked for them in their circumstances Mm -hmm. doesn't mean it will for you. I think GameStop was one of the examples we came up with when we were talking about this episode. You know, there's those that got in early on that Mm -hmm. and they bought it low and they were able to write it up and and sell it. Mm -hmm. And there were some that were like, "Ooh, people are making money on GameStop. I'm going to get in on that. Yeah. And they got in at the wrong time. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, as People are writing it up to the top, you know. Then there's also all these, uh, all these messages, all these forums. Uh, because I, I actually kind of saw a documentary on this, uh, where you know everybody was calling for people to to just stay put and not sell and not sell and like keep this this trend just driving on. Uh, but then eventually, you know, somebody uh, pulls the trigger, mm-hmm. and then the floodgates just open up. Yes, the minute it starts to dip, then everybody's trying to sell, mm-hmm. and so it's it's really important not to just accept someone else's advice just because someone else has been successful at bitcoin you know doesn't mean that you're going to be Mm -hmm. you need to look at more than just someone else's experience and make sure it applies to your situation and that the timing is still good right yeah so uh, you know last episode we were also talking about or this episode we were talking about elon musk and uh, you know one of the the big things that he's known for he's kind of infamous for is dogecoin Mm -hmm. right because uh, he uh, kind of promoted uh, this this uh, cryptocurrency quite a bit, but it was all a joke. But people actually took him seriously and started buying it up. So mm-hmm. he made quite a quite a bit of money off that. Yes. Yeah. So what he had ran up, and mm-hmm. then he got out because exactly. I mean, why would he stay in it, right? And that's the thing is you got to really filter that. And then when you're looking for advice from somebody, ask you know ask yourself what are their biases. Mm-hmm. If someone can only sell life insurance, they're probably going to talk to you about whole life. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's their vehicle that they can use for investing in their own terms. Right. And that's what makes the most money for a life insurance salesperson. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, if there's someone, who, you know, our bias, I, we're biased away from individual stock picking that because we tend to work with retirees or pre-retirees. You know, so we tend to lean towards other vehicles. That doesn't mean that they're bad. We just have that bias. But it's important to understand the bias of the person who's giving you advice because they have one, whether they're aware of it or not. All of us have them. Um, But you want to understand that and the impact it has on their decision making. And I would say definitely one of the biases that we have is that we seek to have a plan in place. Yes. So that's kind of the, the next topic here is, you know, what is being asked of you and what is the risk level? Right. And do you have... Uh, is there an ultimate plan that this is a part of? Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of times, you know, uh, when when we talk to people, uh, they'll come in and they might have just uh, been to some sort of life insurance conference or real estate mm-hmm. conference where they tell a them, dinner. okay, or yeah, a dinner where they were enticed to you know put a lot of money down on this program or on this coaching that's going to tell them all the secrets on real estate investing mm-hmm. and or you know, all the secrets on, you know, life insurance and all these like uh, hacks, right, to, to mm-hmm. use, you know, these different, uh, you know, products. 
but in reality, you know, they end up months down the line having spent thousands and thousands of dollars and not really having anything to show for it. Yes. Action steps are always challenges for those. It's There's a lot mm-hmm. of education, education, or education mm-hmm. in quotes, but there's not necessarily a plan and an, an action steps that you can take mm-hmm. um, in that, you know, is, is the is the purpose clearly defined when you're looking at things to invest in? Do you understand the purpose of the investment you're looking at or is, is it just, Oh, I just want to make money. Well, that's not necessarily going to be enough to hold you in a market where there's volatility. So that's why the plan having one first and then sticking to it is really, really important to us. Yeah. So when we talk about, you know, like what is being asked of you and what is your risk level? You know, like what I was saying in the, uh, whenever folks end up you know, putting a lot of their livelihood and you know savings into uh, you know something like uh, that's just a less known type of investment mm-hmm. uh, and or just something that's seemingly very lucrative, right? What happens is that they end up uh, having a concentration issue, yes. right? So they're no longer diversified, meaning that you have multiple avenues in which you have the opportunity to grow, right? To mm-hmm. to make a profit. And you, all of your eggs are all of a sudden in one one basket, right? Yes. And that's that's one of the the bigger risks, and one of the things that you know we want to make sure that folks are uh, are very conscious of as they make decisions, uh, because ultimately, you know that that is uh, that could put your your livelihood at risk. Mm-hmm. And when you're thinking about products to invest in or trying to fund your plan, because really we want you to have the plan first. Mm-hmm. Do you have an understanding of the exit strategy with that? You know, do you have a goal specific to that investment that, you know, okay, it goes from here to here. Once I get to this point, that's when we're going to make changes. Or is it just nebulous? There are some products that once you get into them, it's very difficult to get out of them for a period of time or very costly to get out of them. So have you been educated about that? And are you aware of that? Um, I've had, especially with a lot of um, my older clients, who have passed away and now they have family members who are trying to organize the estate. Uh, I've got one client who has 12 different annuities and I'm not saying annuities are bad. We use annuities, but were they aware at the time of how each of those worked, that they were going to be tied up for 10 years in that, Right. you know, that's the bigger thing to me is as long as the client understood and it serves a purpose, then maybe it's a good fit, but they've got to be able to understand all of that. And sometimes that gets muddied, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of these, uh, these people that try to entice folks into purchasing their their products uh, are are the people that are most susceptible to it are the people that don't have a plan mm-hmm. because ultimately uh, when you have a plan the the question that becomes clear is how does this fit my plan mm-hmm. right does this fit my plan at all and there's a lot of power in asking that exactly of your advisor saying okay where does this fit in the plan and that that will tell you if there is one because mm-hmm. if they go oh um, hmm, let me think about that. Then that can be a trigger to go, okay, something's wrong here. Right. Or if the person's like, oh no, disregard your plan. Like obviously mm-hmm. that's a big red flag. Yeah. And we talked about this a little bit. So the next thing is, do you have an exit strategy? Mm-hmm. You know, what kind of recourse do you have to get your money back? You know, there's some products again that have specific purposes and we don't want to exit them. Right. You know, when we're talking about income planning, there are some products that it makes sense for the money to just stay there and provide an income or do something else. But do you understand it? Mm-hmm. Do you understand that process? And one thing that we also talked a lot about is, you know, do you know somebody that is a professional in that area 
right? Mm-hmm. And that you trust that has used this product, right? Um, and or this strategy and been successful at it. How did they get their money out, right? How how was that? What was that process like, mm-hmm. right? Because especially you know if it's something like you know stocks, you know bonds, things that that are very common and well known, then you know there's not as big of a need to. Uh, to understand, okay, like all the mechanics of it, because it's it's a pretty well structured uh, product already. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and things like you know, if you don't understand crypto, if you don't understand, you know, what whatever it might be, uh, timeshare, right? Yes. You know, like how how do you get your money out? What is the recourse if you ultimately don't need it? Uh, having the answers to those questions is 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 highly important. And I mean, do you have a plan B? Yeah. Right? So of what happens if this money, if you do lose this money, right? Because mm-hmm. we always talk about that investing is not without risk. Yes. Right. And if you are going to take part in an investment, then you also know what is the maximum amount that you can lose. And if you lose, then what does that mean for you? And that highlights again what you talked about earlier, which is diversification. Mm-hmm. If I have my investments kind of spread out against, you know, in different providers, and I'm not saying like, 15 different financial advisors. I'm talking about the investments that you're using. Um, one of the things I've talked about in the past with mutual funds, for instance, is if I have a technology mutual fund, it's going to have some competitors inside of that mutual fund. So if, if company A fails, company B is likely their competitor. They pick up that market share. You're still okay. You're not going to completely lose all your money in one day like that, right. like you could with an individual stock. But do you have that information? Do you understand, is there a plan B? Has your advisor thought through that? Exactly. Yeah. And so that's one of those questions that, you know, a lot of people that do end up going broke or that, you know, losing their livelihood. Uh, it's it's because of this. It's because they don't understand the exit strategy because they don't have a plan mm-hmm. right? that then guides them to to be able to make these these questions. And, and there's no diversification. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, you know, w- when we talk to, to folks, we make sure that they've got, you know, an emergency fund, mm-hmm. right? that they've got all these risk management you know, things in place to to make sure that, OK, if, like if this doesn't happen, right, if this doesn't go according to plan, mm-hmm. right, if one day you don't come home, right, then this is how your family is still taken care of. Yes. And then the last thing is, what is the track record? Has this product been around for a while? Has it had time to get public knowledge? Is there any regulation on it? I will say, I know that regulation is one of those words that people go, ugh, I hate regulation. But it's also for your benefit as an investor. You know, the the Bernie Madoff world existed because there wasn't anybody watching what he was doing. There wasn't anybody paying attention to how he was managing that money. That's how he got away with it. So if the product that you're trying to use has zero regulation or very little regulation, there's more opportunity for someone to abuse that. Exactly. Which that has been the case with, you know, kind of today's pot of gold, which is, you know, cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. Right. So for the longest time, while uh, as it was growing and growing, there was very little regulation over Mm -hmm. it, which made it uh, very susceptible to uh, price manipulation. Yes. Right. So literally anyone being able to drive up the price, you know, a well-known a celebrity or mm-hmm. you know f- public figure to just endorse something to drive up the price and that way you know somebody can make a quick dollar mm-hmm. so uh, again what what is a product what's the regulation and what uh, what is the, the track record and uh, you know with with cryptocurrency now we've got a lot more uh, you know history of it mm-hmm. but even now you know as uh, cryptocurrency has taken a dive of over you know sixty percent over the past you know year or so. Truly believe that most folks have no idea why that's happening, mm-hmm. right? Or you know what even could drive the price back up if if it turned around, 
because I don't know that there's enough understanding of how it derives its price to begin with. And I think that's Mm -hmm. the challenge when you don't understand how something works, you can't really understand what it's going to do. No, exactly. So ultimately, you know, our, our two cents here would be, you know, if you're being sold a once in a lifetime opportunity here, make sure to protect yourself by weighing all the risks versus the potential rewards. And there's no easy bake oven when it comes to building wealth. It takes a plan that clearly states your goals, how to get there and execution steps over time. Exactly. So thank you for joining us today. And if you feel like the stock market has been a bit of a roller coaster for you, then don't miss next week's episode, Go Home Stock Market, to learn about what is driving all this volatility and how to thrive through it. Thanks for listening to the Talking Sense podcast. And if you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The GenWealth team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors, and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. General Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC.